Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. had come to understand that these things that he viewed as negatives were actually positives. So often what we see as an attack and something to be quickly removed, God sees as a gift which he intends to use for our benefit in this life and in the next life. Are there areas of your life that you see as a hindrance that you'd like to be removed? It's easy from our human perspective to only see things as negative, but God sees things so differently at times. What we see as bad, He sees as good and helpful. Today, Pastor Robert encourages us to see things the way God does. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 9, as he continues his message, Word of Faith. If Jesus had wanted to eliminate all sickness from planet Earth... Heal every diseased individual on the planet. All he needed to do was say the word, just like he did with the servant of the centurion. Just be healed. And everybody on the planet would have been healed. And in John chapter 5, Jesus would have healed everybody at the pool of Bethesda instead of singing out one individual to be healed, which is what he did. He picked out one guy and said, you want to be healed? And the guy starts making excuses and all this stuff. But there's absolutely no indication in the scripture that he healed anybody else, just that one guy. Sickness did not originate with God. No. But neither did evil. And yet, he clearly uses both from time to time to bring correction or instruction in our lives. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, we'll see God refused to take away the thorn in Paul's flesh. Paul came to recognize it as something that God was using in his life to keep him spiritually strong. God's priorities are they're a little more long-term than yours and mine usually are. 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Let me just read you the story real quickly. Paul writes, Lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, Paul says, 
I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. Paul had come to understand that these things that he viewed as negatives were actually positives. So often what we see as an attack and something to be quickly removed, God sees as a gift which he intends to use for our benefit in this life and in the next life. Our passage in Acts chapter 9 continues at verse 36. It says, At Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did, but it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room, and since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon, a tanner. Now, here again, we see Peter simply speaking in faith. And this time, he's talking to a dead person. He speaks to a corpse and tells it to get up. But I want you to notice the two things he did right before that. First thing he did was he put everybody out. Why did he do that? We're not really told. The Bible doesn't say why. So I'm going to give you my best guesses, okay? This is just me taking a shot at it, okay? And try to, if you can, imagine with me we're having a funeral, Maybe we're, I don't know, could be here, could be in a, in a funeral home, and, and there's a viewing going on, right? The casket's open, and people are paying their respects, and they're going up, and if I'm going to start talking to that dead body, telling it to get up out of that coffin, I don't want anybody else in the room. Because, I mean, what if I did that, right? You'd think I was losing my, is Pastor Robert okay? Because it's not normal to say to a dead body, time to get up. You know, this morning, I heard my son's alarm going off. I went in the room with a cup of coffee. Time to get up. But if somebody's dead, already prepared for burial, you're not going to do that. Unless you know that you know that you know. Maybe Peter put everybody out because he didn't want to look foolish. Or maybe it was because he didn't want any unbelief in the room. None. He was concerned about the doubt, concerned about how they would react in the sense of unbelief. I don't know. Bible doesn't tell us for sure, but it does tell us what he did next. What did he do next? The second thing, he prayed. 
Now, again, it doesn't tell us what he prayed. It doesn't give us the details of his prayer. So I'm giving you my opinion, my guess on what he prayed. What did he say to God? I don't think, I don't think that he was praying, God, please bring her back. God, please give her her life back. God, please have mercy on Tabitha and bring her back to the, to the planet. I don't believe that's what was going on. I think Peter was asking for wisdom because, I mean, people die every day. People die every day. God allows that to continue for the time being. So I don't believe he just assumed that it was God's will to bring this lady back. I think he was asking God, what do you want to do here? God, I need your wisdom. Tell me what to do. Do I just pray for the family? What do I do? Which brings up an interesting question. I mean, if Tabitha was already free and, and she was already with Jesus, as 2 Corinthians chapter 5 teaches us, absent from the body, present with the Lord. I mean, if she was already free, by the way, please don't ever pray that God would bring me back. If I'm out of here, I don't want to come back. Why would you send her back, Jesus? Back to have to endure physical death a second time at some point. Why would you do that? To bless her with more fruit. Verse 42 says, it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed on the Lord. And I was just thinking, I mean, imagine how many people must have asked her to tell the story. Imagine, you know, Elizabeth and I are not famous people, but a lot of people know us after serving Jesus for 27 years. And, you know, for me, it's been over 30 in the city of Miami Beach. A lot of people in the city of Miami Beach know us. So if Elizabeth were to die, a lot of people in the city of Miami Beach would be aware of it. There'd be a lot of people really broken up. If God miraculously brought her back to life, We'd have to hire a security company to keep people away from her. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730.
When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.